If you're going to move forward in your life, you have to recognize and understand emotions in yourself and others. It's very difficult to notice aspects of ourselves that cause problems and keep us from reaching our full potential if we can't see ourselves clearly. This is why we're here. This is Twombo and you're listening to Tea Time with Twombo. Let's begin. It is Twombo coming to you from the Big B, Berlin, in Germany, Deutschland. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time with Twombo. Thank you for joining me. It's lovely that you tune in all the time, that you're sharing, that you're learning, and that you write me messages about different episodes. I really appreciate getting your feedback, and I just want you to know that I'm listening, and I really appreciate it. Jumping right in, this episode is for the mothers and those that have friends that are mothers. So I was having many conversations this past week with a lot of my new mom friends. In fact, one of my friends just became a mom the other day. Congratulations, Dee! Um, And I know that a lot of you are at the age where your friends are having kids. You're thinking about having kids. And yeah, you're just wondering, wow, like how old am I if this is happening? You're at that age range, okay? The kids are now calling you uncle and auntie. (laughs) So I'm going to jump right in and I'm going to talk about um, a few things that came up in the conversations that I feel are worth talking about. Um, The first one being how women disappoint other women in various ways. I mean, me as a woman, I've disappointed other women in terms of like relationships, money, um, speaking, like just interacting. Um, but there's one way that, um, came to light for me while talking to a friend of mine who is a career woman. She is focused. She has always been, you know, on the go. She's a go-getter. This is somebody who at a very young age, like finish her PhD. Um, She's in the sciences and she's just a go-getter. Like you cannot tell this girl anything. She's very fun to be around. Uh, And yeah, she basically had her first child. And we are lucky to live in a country where, you know, women's rights are are really taken seriously. Women in the workplace are taken seriously. You get good, um, you know, maternal leave. You get good pay, uh, while you're on maternal leave and even after you have your child. But there's still a few things that come up in conversations with men. That's another conversation when you fall pregnant. But it was surprising to her, and I realized that this happened to me as well, the conversations that you have with other women once you do become pregnant in the career setting. And you might hear stuff like this from other women. Oh, wow. You know, I thought that you would just stay on your career path. I didn't think that you would be the kind of woman to go and have a child. It's like, okay, um, does it kind of make me a second class employee if I decide to go and have a child? Um, And this conversation makes other women feel like if they get off the career path, then there's something wrong with them, that they're letting other women down, that they're letting the movement down, the movement, whatever it is, um, and that we must all just be gung-ho and stay in our careers and show you know, the world that we can do it and this kind of thing. And that when you do decide to have a child, you're kind of, yeah, just jumping off the bandwagon and you're doing your thing and you're doing the one thing that makes you weak. And this feels so hurtful to hear from another woman because you feel like 
you should be the one that's in my corner. You should be the one supporting the fact that I do want to have children, you know. And a lot of women, you know, start off their 20s not knowing that they want to have children or they think, okay, I'll start having my kids when I'm 30 or when I'm 35, you know, it's getting older and older these days. And just the language that we use around other women that have decided to have children can be really, really hurtful. And I just want to encourage us women to be empathetic, to be encouraging. If there's somebody in your office that has announced, hey, I'm going to have a baby, you should be the one as a woman championing her and cheering her on and saying, hey, what you're doing is great. We can't wait to see you when you come back. And even if you decide not to come back, more power to you, sister. And while you are gone, I'm going to stay here in this office and I'm going to talk to our bosses and bring this to light about how women are being treated in the workplace when they do become pregnant. Because, you know, even if your workplace says, hey, you know, we support women becoming mothers, we give them good time off, we give them good money. You know, there are other subtle things that start to happen, like they no longer listen to you um, in meetings or they no longer add you um, to specific projects that are coming up. I understand that they don't want to add you to a project because you're pregnant and you're going to leave and they don't want to leave this you know, position open. But it doesn't mean that I don't have good input by the time that I leave right? I can give you good input until it's time for me to go on maternity leave. It doesn't mean that because I'm pregnant now that you must completely cut me off from everything and have me just photocopying stuff, right? And so us women in the offices should look out for each other in these situations because we've only got one another. A woman in your office falling pregnant, going off to start a family is not letting you down as another woman in the office. She's leaving to go do something beautiful. And who knows down the line, you're going to be that woman, right? You're the one that's going to leave and go um, have a family if that's what you decide to do. So you want to make the environment good for a fellow woman if you are not you know, the one that's going off on maternity leave. And I want to say for the women that are going off on maternity leave, girl, go on maternity leave. Okay, you are about to have a child. Everything's going to be fine. It's hard to not think about other people's opinions, especially when you hear stuff from other women that's really discouraging. Keep your head up. Keep going. Find a network. Find your other mommy friends and just keep it moving. Okay, they will be fine. So that was point number one. Um, point number two, I just wanted to talk about how, um, you know, we, I, I found this lovely blog post on a website called Black Mom Life. And, you know, it's a, it's a website where black moms come for inspiration, understanding and love. And the article was titled Mothers are Drowning and Self-Care is Not the Answer. So I know you've heard a lot about self-care, lighting candles, bath bombs, wine, uh, massages, etc. And it seems like it's coming up as the answer for a lot of the world's problems right now. Um, but this article hit home for a lot of mothers, um, especially those that are living outside of their home country. So for example, for me, I come from Zambia, but I live in Germany and I do not have my family and my extended family here with me. And the biggest issue was not having this network, right? You don't have this network where you don't have this family that helps you raise your child. And when I shared this article with six or seven of, you know, my friends that are moms, um, everybody wrote back, you know, everybody wrote back and said, oh my God, this hits home because 
mothers, new mothers right now are drowning because they lack support systems, right? We don't have family that's willing to help. We sometimes don't have the partnership, right? You're not living with your partner anymore or your partner just does not understand and is totally passive about what it takes to run a home, right? So this lack of partnership, it doesn't give you time to decompress and just have time for yourself. This was, this was a big one, but I'm just going to continue. So you know how when you have an extended family, um, you could always drop off your kids at your cousin's while you go to the store, or you can have your cousin come by and just kind of sit with you and chat while she does your hair, this kind of thing. This is the support system that we are lacking. And if you are listening to me and you have your family close by and you know you have auntie, grandma, cousin, whoever to jump in when they can, you have a beautiful thing because there are so many mothers out there that are lacking the support system. And when you are living away, like I am in Germany, the support system that you have is your friends. Um, but that gets difficult because both sides are a little shy about jumping in and disrupting the other's life. For example, if I have a friend that doesn't have a child, right? I'm thinking, oh, you know, can I really ask them to come by and help out tonight or can I ask them to come by and just hang out at the house and we will try and watch Netflix because my kid is a toddler now and they might be screaming and climbing stuff and we'll spend half the time like trying to get her down from the chairs but for me it would just be worth like that 20 minute of maybe serious conversation and the rest we're trying to handle my kid does my friend want to do that do I want to have her spend her Saturday night when she could be out at the bar chilling with zaddy um and having a good time. So I would rather not ask. I'm like, no, I decided to have this child. I'm not going to inconvenience her. I'm going to go ahead and let her do whatever she's doing. But then maybe my friend is thinking, hey, I really miss my friend. And maybe she's sitting at home with her husband and her child. And they're doing this nice lovey-dovey family thing. And I don't want to intrude. You know, I don't know what their schedule is like. I don't know when the baby sleeps. I just don't know if they want to do that, you know, because obviously if you have a family and you have a child, you all must be so in love and your house is just brimming. There's hearts coming out from under the door, this kind of thing. So there is a lack of communication on both ends from the new moms and from the friends of new moms where as a new mom, I feel that I'm inconveniencing you by asking you to hang out because it's never going to be like it was, right? Either I'm going to come with my kid and we will spend the time like talking about the kid or chasing the child around, this kind of thing, and, you know, screaming, so how did that date go? Like over the tantrum of the child, right? So there will, chatting will not be the same, girlfriend. It is not the same anymore. And then maybe my friend that doesn't have a child is thinking, hey, I don't know what the schedule is. I don't want to interrupt. I think it's better that I just, you know, keep my hands out of this. And we need to communicate about that because us mothers need you because we are lacking a support system and it is depressing us and it is, it's killing us, right? There's new mothers out there that are just postpartum depression is coming in. They have nobody to talk to about it. They don't know if they can open up to their friends. They assume their friends are just out having a good time, not knowing that their friends miss them. So we need to find a way in which we can both accept where we are at our lives right now and still be supportive of each other because your friend that just became a new mom, she needs support and you need to get in touch with her. Write her often. If she doesn't write you back, she's got stuff going on and she might write you back three days down the line, but it doesn't mean that she didn't read your message and she doesn't appreciate you, right? So we are looking as new moms for friends we can trust, 
um, because we also want to like just head out just for an hour to get the nails done. And I'm talking specifically for a person like me who's living away from the family. Now, for example, if you're living in Lusaka, Zambia, where I come from, um, and you have, you know, this huge network, you can hire a nanny, this kind of thing. It may be a little easier, but it doesn't mean that it's not lonely because you need to realize that this extended family unit is breaking down so quickly, even in Africa. And um, we don't, we just don't have the support that we used to have anymore, right? So there's no, you can't say that self-care is the answer because what's laying in the bathtub for like five minutes going to do for me? Nothing. What I need is that support. I need my friends to be around me, to sometimes take my kid, to just sit with me at the park, to have a coffee with me. And also, if I show up without my kid because my partner has my child and I come and meet you, like, I think it's great that you ask about my child, but don't ask me like, why don't you ever bring your child, right? Because that also feels judgmental. Maybe I'm, I left my child with my partner because I want to spend time with you again. That's part of me wanting to feel like me again, you know? So it kind of feels like you're never doing anything right. I show up without my kid a couple of times because I want to spend time with you. And then it's like, well, how come you never bring your child? You never want me to see your child. It's like, no, I came because I just want us to have some us time again. But then again, I'm afraid of bringing my child because then tantrums, snot, cake everywhere, this kind of thing. So what you are hearing is a new mom that is afraid of being judged, that is feeling guilty about the different amounts of time she spends with her friends, she spends with her family, she spends with herself. And you may have listened to everything that I said and said, well, why do you care? Why do you care what people think? Just bring your child. It's okay. It's not so simple. It's simple to say that when you are not a mom. But when you are, there's so many things to take into consideration. You feel like you're going crazy sometimes. And we need this support system. So I would like to say, if you are a mom out there and you're looking for friends to support you, look online. Instagram has been great for like chatting with moms because we're all up at odd hours. Um, But also just communicate with all of your friends. Let them know that you're still there and that things might be different, Um, but you're still willing to hang. You're still willing to chat. It's just going to look different. And I also want to let you know that your home is important. Your relationships at home is also really important. It's okay for you to have a good time with your child, with your partner. I know that it's weighing you down, that the house doesn't look clean. You're cleaning up all the time. It's just not looking good. It's not smelling like it can. Um, You've got shopping to do. There's all of this stuff. But sometimes you just have to drop all of that and just have a good time on the floor with your kid, with your partner, and forget all of that. Just lay some of that baggage down and have a good time. You're home should be your home. It is your first quote-unquote ministry. Love your family. Do well there. um, And then foster your relationships with the outside so you can have a network because you need the support system. And I want to encourage all the women that don't have kids, that have friends that have kids, please help us by being our support system continuously offer to babysit or to grocery shop for us or to take us to the nail salon or for a massage or something. Those little things go a long way. And watch what you say, you know, the way you ask questions, because it's always taken a little too far by a new mom, right? If somebody asks, oh, um, does your child always have to have that blanket? Uh, And then she could take it 
to 100 where she's like, oh, she thinks I'm a bad mom because my child depends on this blanket to go to sleep. Um, I'm not saying like you have to be completely careful of every word that you say, but just talk about it. If you ask a question, explain a little bit more. I'm asking because I don't understand how it works um, with your child. How does it work? I don't have I don't have my own child. Is that a normal thing for all kids? You know, take the conversation a little further. Please be there for us because we are lacking a support system. We want to talk. We want to talk to you. We still love you. We're wanting more of your support. And us deciding to have children doesn't mean that we jumped off the bandwagon of the movement. We're still there for you. We're still forging forward in our own way. It may be filled with toys and sand, but we are here. So that's what I wanted to say. Today's episode is a little bit longer than usual, but I hope that it was helpful to all the moms all the new moms, old moms, and our friends who we need as a support system. So this has been Tea Time with Twombo. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, T-W-A-A-M-B-O-K underscore, no, T-W-A-A-M-B-O underscore K. And also check out the website, teatimewithtwombo.com. Go ahead and check for my eBooks on Amazon. I have written a couple eBooks about failure um, that were really helpful for you if you're needing that kind of information. Um, So yes, go ahead and share this episode with all the mamas, all the non-mamas, because we need to support each other. Looking forward to speaking to you next week. Have a good one.